Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 5 of Hold the Thought, a podcast started by the Symbiosis chapter of Euro Horizons. And we the student members of your uh, of this chapter are here to talk about Angela Merkel. Well, not Angela Merkel per se, but take her as a tangent and talk about the German elections which concluded yesterday. With me I have Yashasvi and Anirban who it would be nice if said hi. Hi uh Anush thanks a lot for having me here. So this is Anirban Datta from the Symbiosis School of International Studies. So I'm pursuing a masters in international studies at the institute. So thanks a lot for having me here. It's it's very great to communicate with each one of you uh in this uh podcast. So I'm Yashasvi. I'm pursuing my undergrads from Symbiosis Law School Pune. and i'm excited to talk about german elections with all of you and i'm anuj nakade i'm a final year llb student at sls uh, pune as well and without further ado the content that we promised in the beginning of the episode is about angela merkel matt quotup who happens to be a, an author at print dubbed angela merkel as europe's most influential leader in his book which is which goes by the same title and he's one of the many political commentators and correspondents to acknowledge the 16 years angela merkel has spent in office with this amount of importance over this time she has made consequential contributions to the geopolitical and cultural landscape of germany as well as europe she's chosen to phase out nuclear power after the fukushima nuclear disaster and she's been accused of botching the response to the economic crisis in the european union creating unrest not only in her own country but across europe and sentiment against her of course her mo- most controversial move so far and the one that won her the election in 2017 altogether was to invite a million um, uh, migrant refugees from the syrian civil war which has been which has been attributed by critics to the rise of the far right movement in germany to the point that a far right party has made it to the parliament after the late 1950s to the, to this time however the christian conservative leader with a scientific temp- uh, temperament which is evident from her being a physicist before has now stepped down as of the 2021 federal elections and the christian democratic union the party that she represented in the absence of merkel has failed to win the vote of the german people and the parliamentary democracy will now be led by the social democratic party which happens to be the germany uh, germany's oldest political party now before anirban and yashasvi tell you about the new government and other fragments of the german political scenario as the host i will quickly catch you up on the german political system The elections this year are for the Bundestag or the federal parliament which is directly elected by the German people. The Bundestag is one of the two legislative organs of the German legislature alongside Bundesrat consi- consisting of the s- state le- leaders prominently which serves the function of voting on the legislation created by the Bundestag. The highest office in the government is that of the federal president which is mostly a ceremonial role. The second highest role is that of the president of the Bundestag and then the chancellor. However, the role of the chancellor of the of Germany is equivalent to head of state 
as the role comes with the functions of what most parliamentary democracies assign to the prime minister. The voters in Germany get two votes, one for the candidate and the other for a party. The 598 seats within the Bundestag are then filled by the elected candidates as per the proportion of parliamentary vote they have won. As long as the party being represented wins 5% of the vote or has three candidates elected to prevent fragmentation within the parliament is the assumption. But this also means the number of members is not always the same in Bundestag. In the 2017 election, the, the discrepancy in the proportion and the number of candidates was so great that seven, above 700 members were elected to the Bundestag, making it the largest parliamentary elected free uh, parliament in the history of the world. However, this also means a single party is not likely to form the government and a ruling party will be uh, formed a long time after the elections are over because coalitions become important in such a structure. For example, it took five months for the CDU to create the gross coalition after the 2017 elections to secure power. And with that, now I invite Anirban to tell us about how Germany voted in this election. Thank you, Anuj, for giving me the floor. I'll just focus on how uh, Germany voted in this election. So the older voters always remain a very significant actor behind uh, any elections in Germany. Since they cover over a fifth of the electorate, this is an age group that no party wants to alienate or ignore. This is the sole reason why an important issue like the future of German pension is least discussed and covered during the election. Polling by Bertelsmann Foundation holds that it is one of the most critical issues for the voters, followed by immigration and environment. The Germans claim the legacy of the pension scheme from the days of Otto von Bismarck. A prosperous German means uh, rising rates of life expectancy, more money for the pensions are needed. Therefore, the Germans uh, from the ages from this age group refer to this election as the die baby boomer. The manifestos of the parties are a bit vague in this regard. The parties like SDU establish a new form of supplementary funded pension provision, whereas the Greens propose a citizen's fund. The SPD claims that it is an issue of bread and butter. Therefore, the divergences exist and will likely to exist uh, in the future, even after the, after the results uh, come out. The voters above the age of 50 cannot be considered as a homogeneous group. The older section of the society is nowadays more open to voting uh, for the other parties, like the younger voters. So therefore, they're not uh, only focusing on SPD and CDU, they're also favoring the Greens and other parties over the, uh, over the conservative ones. These parties were considered fringe in uh, German politics. In such a post, in such a frac uh, fractured uh, post Merkel era, the parties like FDP and the Greens will become will now become the uh, the kingmakers. Therefore, there will be talks in the future regarding uh, regarding some of the some of these core issues, and there will be disagreements in the coming weeks regarding tax increases and uh, and climate protection. Thank you, Anirban, for the insight on that. Now, as to understand what is the effect of this election in terms of policy and consequences, not only on German and European politics, but transatlantic politics, I'd like to invite Yashasvi to uh, share light on that. Well, I thought I'd be sharing my limited knowledge with the listeners, but I'm glad to learn so much more and, you know, expand my share of perspective here. As we all know, 
that Germany's left-leaning Social Democratic Party has won the most seats in the country's federal elections. The SPD claimed a narrow victory over the centrist rights, Conservative Party, Christian Democratic Union. The Federal Returning Officer website said that the SPD won 25.7% of the vote, followed by the CDU or CSU bloc, which garnered 24.1%, and the Green Party with 14.8% of votes. After a count of all 299 of Germany's constituencies or electoral districts, the result of these elections are important as this ends Merkel's 16 years' stint in the job. But her successor won't be decided until a coalition deal is negotiated. The SPD will now begin negotiations to form the new government, a process that could take weeks or even months. After Merkel's election, election win in September 2017, it took more than five months for a government to be formed, as highlighted by the host, Anush. But as Chancellor Angela Merkel's 16-year reign ends, the chance of guard in Europe's largest country has significant implications for New Delhi, particularly for the areas of trade, environmental policy and security cooperation. As far as trade is concerned, the European Union in India's third is India's third largest trading partner, with Germany featuring in the first position of all EU member countries. During her term as Chancellor, Angela Merkel has visited India four times. During her first trip in 2007, discussions were initiated about a free trade agreement between the European Union and India. However, negotiations were soon put on hold due to Indian resistance to open up agricultural markets by cutting down tariffs to zero for 90% of all goods. During her last visit in 2019, Merkel has reiterated the importance of continuing the discussions relating to the agreement. And after the introduction of its new farm bills last year, the Indian government is also interested now in free trade agreements. However, after the results, the German interest in favour of this free trade agreement may not see a drastic change, but the terms and conditions may vary, according to the new party in the power. The Conservative Party, Christian Democratic Union, does not envision any change in the Germany's foreign trade policies, whereas the newly elected Social Democratic Party believes in the opposite ideology, which is to change the policies according to the need and adapt to new trade environments. As, as far as environmental concerns are, con- are uh, concerned, we have uh, Anirban who has already discussed exen- extensively upon the same. So concurring with him, I'd say that it was one of the major conflicts in the German election campaign. In June, the country's Supreme Court had ruled that the current government's policies with regards to the climate protection were unconstitutional as it would amount to intergenerational injustice if no measures were taken for further preservation. It will be for the new government to come up with a solution, but even the Green Party may find it difficult to meet the demands for of the younger generation. Given the global impact of climate policies, the outlook of German policies would inevitably have a spillover effect on India. This concerns especially the approach taken with regard to potential future agreements as well as approaches to solution in order to prevent further climate disasters. The government has promoted 11 bilateral environmental projects with the value of 38.1 million euros just before the election September 11 
as a part of the Indo-German Environmental Forum and the future of the same is very unpredictable after the results. Now moving to security partnership, India and Germany have been strategic partners for over 20 years. This cooperation entails a limited number of joint military training programs as well as regular security exchanges. In 2019, both countries committed to intensifying the joint work in the areas of maritime security and cyber security. Given current drifts between China, the US and the EU, Germany has further declared India a partner with shared values in the Indo-Pacific region. It is therefore highly likely that the defence issues with Indo-German relations will feature much more prominently in the coming years. The newly elected government can differ from the approach taken by the previous party and focus more on selling more military equipments to India. The important thing to note here is that recently the steel company has received an order worth Rs 410 crore to supply six submarines to the Indian Maritime Forces. As we discussed at the beginning of this session, that this election ends Angela Merkel's 16-year reign and thus certain changes in the international relations of both the countries is expected. But as of now, we cannot say that we will get to see some drastic change in the foreign policy of the Germany towards India. And we hope that the relationship between both the countries will only go upwards from here and we will prove to be beneficial for both the countries. Thank you, Anir Banan Yashasvi, for your answers. And with that, we bring this election update to an end on Hold the Thought. Please consider following us on uh, Instagram, symbiosis underscore S-C-E-S. And have a nice day. Thank you for listening.